I hope that it's one of your favorites. Here he is singing Blues in the Night. Ladies and gentlemen, Joe Stafford. Joe Stafford. And he does, and it's caught! Touchdown! Chris Matthews! How crazy! With the first pick in the 2009 NFL Draft, the Detroit Lions select Joe Stafford, quarterback, Georgia. To your favorite weekly podcast, Stafford and Matthews. As always, Joe Stafford and former Seahawk Chris Matthews. And today, ladies and gentlemen, Chris faces the music. A few weeks ago, talking about Tom Brady, who, by the way, Chris hates, despises, just does not respect in a lot of ways. No, he, no, no, don't say that. I, I respect him. I just don't like how he got some of his wins. That's all it is. Okay, okay. Well, he beats Washington in the wild card round, and everybody starts talking about, murmuring about, does he have a chance to go the distance? And I will, I will admit this from my own, my own point of view before I even you know, rag on you. I picked against Brady in the Saints and Packers game. I did. That's on record. You guys can go look at it. I, I, I picked against him, which, of course, was a stupid thing to do. But I did pick against him in that situation. But I did say... After the Breeze game, after he took down New Orleans in New Orleans, I said that he beat Washington in the wild card, beat Drew Brees at home in the Dome, beat Aaron Rodgers in Lambeau, then we go on to beat Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl at home for the first time ever. And I said if he completed that, he would that would be the greatest individual postseason run by any player across any professional sport. And I stand by that. I think he's 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 eclipsed that of you know period. I also think he passed Michael Jordan as the greatest athlete of all time. I do. Here we go. I think he passed it. It's a great, uh, and that's not me trying to be like biased or anything. That's me objectively saying mm-hmm. he has passed Michael Jordan as the greatest athlete of all time. Okay. Chris, you think Rodgers is the GOAT. Brady marches into Lambeau, kicks his ass, and we're on the Super Bowl. Beats the some would say future goat and Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl by a crazy wide margin. Thirty-one to nine is not anything to laugh about. Mm-hmm. It's just psychotic. You have to you have to you have to own up to this right now. What are your thoughts on Tom Brady winning his seventh ring uh, at home? Well, I, I, I honestly, I'm honestly going to say that it was amazing. Uh, it was history uh, in the making. Uh, I'm I'm actually fortunate enough. Um, to be able to experience the history, even though even though I was on a losing end of it, but I mean, you gotta, I mean, you, you gotta admit, like it is, it is pretty spectacular. Um, granted, there is a lot of things that that didn't, I mean, that went wrong. That if it had a went the other way, I don't think Tom Brady would have had a chance. But it's part of football. Things things happen. Injuries, change, mix ups, change ups. All of that stuff is a part of it, and you just have to play through it and accept you know accept what comes with it. 
So if, you know, if, if Patrick Mahomes had to pull it out without having this two tackles and, you know, wide receivers dropping the ball, I think we'd, I think we'd be talking about Patrick Mahomes right now, but right now we're talking about Tom Brady and throwing his trophy uh, from his boat to Gronk's boat right now. That was psychotic. <laughs> First of all, if you guys didn't see the videos, if you haven't seen the videos of living under a rock, because they've been everywhere on social media, yeah. Brady was hammered. Like big yeah, time yeah. hammered, like drank all of these bottles behind me hammered. I've never seen him like that. I don't think anyone has. I don't think Giselle has. I don't think his kids have. I don't think anyone's seen him like that. I don't think Alex Guerrero's seen him like that. Holy God, that was insanity. But produced one of the craziest photos of all time. Brady literally just getting like manhandled after like off the marina into his car or whatever. That was so funny. But honestly, he's 43 years old, won his seventh ring. If you're not getting hammered, I have a problem with that. You know what I mean? Like you, you need to celebrate. That's a huge accomplishment. Yeah. He's uptight, meaning his avocado toast for the last like what 10, 15 years. Like he deserves a little break. Um, and, and alcohol isn't like, like the healthiest thing in the world either. But uh, I'm glad he got his celebration done. Listen, he is a spectacle for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, he is one of the greats. Uh, now, now that we're you know got all of this out of the way, let, let's let's clear some things up about um, him surpassing Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. First off, I honestly truly believe, and I'm a football player, but I honestly believe that it is a lot harder. To, to not only get to the NBA Finals, but to win one. Because if you look at it, the NFL, what do you do? 60 minutes, one game, you move on. NBA, you have to at, at, at least win four games. Four games just to move on to the next round. And then once you get to the Finals, you have to win four more games. Mm-hmm. So for me... That tell that that tell that like that tells you that you have to go against this guy who knows your moves. He knows exactly where you're going, what 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 plays you guys are running, and you still have to go out there and beat him. That to me is a little bit more a little bit more impressing. I mean, impressive than a Super Bowl that you know just so happens everybody watches and it's just this big scene. So I don't believe, and I'm not going to allow you to disrespect the GOAT, Michael Jordan, like that. Tom Brady is the GOAT. He is the GOAT of football, for sure. Michael Jordan is the GOAT of basketball, for sure. But I'm going to take it an even step further. Best athlete on earth? Isn't even Michael Jordan. I would, I honestly, I honestly would say it's Serena Williams. You saw the Sports Center. She's won thirteen titles in a row. One one pregnant too. Ever done that? One one pregnant too, which is a crazy exactly. Which is iconic. To me, to me, that's that's the best athlete on earth, right? Well, how many how many does Tiger Woods have? How many champ? How many? How many uh, records does uh, Tiger Woods have? Tiger Jimmy, Woods. how many major tour wins does uh, Tiger Woods have? 81 or eighty-two. Eighty-one or eighty-two. Whew. Yep. Fifteen well, majors. 
I guess that I mean I guess that debunks your theory on the best athlete right now. I was even though? wrong, but I was giving it to Serena. But it's somebody that's even ahead of him. I'm well, let, me, of him. Let, let me clarify here. One, people do not value golf and tennis the same way they value football. Let's let's put that point blank. Period. That's they true. don't. True. Same thing with swimming, right? Michael Phelps is probably the best athlete we've ever seen, or at least in my lifetime. But no one cares about swimming. You know what I mean? That that's that's the thing. And when it comes down to it. The four major sports are really the, or I guess you can include soccer, but not really in America. The four major sports in America really dictate what we consider as the greatest, you know, athlete or prospect of all time. That's my kind of criteria for it. If we're going outside of that bubble and people actually gave a shit about tennis and swimming and all that stuff, we would have a different conversation. Um, I'm, I'm serious because some people don't even consider golf a sport still. Like that, that, that's still like a thing. So we have to consider that as well. well Maybe because a lot of them haven't been out there to go actually swing a yeah. We talked. We talk about that too. We talk about your your, your swing yeah. game. Jimmy has some <laughs> suggestions. He has some suggestions for yeah. you. Uh, but anyway, back to the goat thing. You bring up the the NBA NFL comparison. It's harder to get there and win. You said. Well, I have the opposite opinion for just one reason. When you play a seven game series, about like ninety percent of the time, the better team ends up winning because they first of all have extra games to pull out because if they lose one, they're not actually out. The term any given Sunday is what makes the NFL so special. The, 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 the New York Jets could beat Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs on it literally any Sunday. But if they played a seven-game series, you're telling me the Jets would pull that out? Absolutely not. That is not going to happen. If you give teams more chances, like a good majority of the time, the better team will end up winning the game, end up winning the series. But when you have one shot, 60 minutes, that's it, point blank. You don't have another shot after that. That's where you have lower teams start to beat these upper teams, and that's when they start to have some more tension and controversy in, in terms of those games. That's why I have a different problem with that. If, if Tom Brady had played seven-game series with the, the uh, Washington football team, the Saints, Green Bay, he wouldn't make the Super Bowl. Absolutely not. He's 43 years old. He doesn't have the like for that. And football is obviously a, not even a comparable sport to basketball. Football, that's why they play only once a week. Basketball plays like three times a week. You play football once a week, and there's a reason why. Because you get hit in the mouth every other play. That's yeah. why. Yeah. Um, but that, 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 that's kind of my, my reasoning as to why I think it might be actually harder in football because these, these shittier teams, you know, to be frank, have a much better chance of taking you down one game versus taking you down for four games to end up admitting in the next round. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I hear that, but then you got to think. I'm, I'm thinking about how many times did Tom Brady actually hit the floor this past Super Bowl? His protection was great. I'll tell you that. So he could have played a whole nother game, couldn't he? He could have, but I mean, like, realistically, it's not a great idea for a 43-year-old player to do. But he chose to sign up. He chose to sign that contract to come out there and play with these guys. So he should be able to go out there for one or two more games, especially when you have a what arguably a top top 10 offensive line. You should well, be you should be ready to go. <laughs> like there's nothing honest, wrong with To be honest though, it's kind of an arbitrary conversation though, because obviously yeah. you're not gonna get to seven game series in football yeah. anyway. But no, that my absolutely. point was you're trying to I wouldn't even want to see that. Yeah, no, it would, it would be a nightmare. Everybody get injured out in, like, the third or fourth game. Everybody get a dog, uh, yeah. dog tired. Like, it would not work. It would be a horrible situation. If it was like a – but if it was like you had to win two games in a row, that would be interesting, though. That would be interesting, but I don't think it will ever happen. I don't think it will ever no. happen. Heck, heck no. Um, heck no. Especially because they have kind of baptized Sunday as, like, football Sunday in America type thing. They couldn't move it around. People don't like Thursday night football. People don't like Monday night football all that much either. Saturday football in week 16 and 17 is fun because you get to have a couple of drinks with your buddies, watch a game, and not feel horrible on Monday morning. I get that. 
But, you know, Sunday is football that we all know that in general. Let's catch the actual game. Let's talk about this actual game because it was honestly shocking for me. 31-9 is the final score. They don't score a touchdown. The Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, doesn't score a single touchdown. Astonishing stuff. But I want to pat myself on the back a little bit here. I predicted 31 points for the Bucs. I did. I predicted 31 points, too. Yeah, you did. You did. It just wasn't to the Bucs. Right. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) We're on a roll with that. But honestly, like, I was shocked. I'm watching the game on the couch with a few of my friends. And, you know, the game's starting to go on here. The Bucs kind of get up early in the first half. I'm like, okay, well, this is an interesting dynamic. Chiefs usually start slow in these playoff games. They'll turn it around eventually. Halftime rolls around. They're down kind of big, right? They're down pretty big. They have a score before the end of the half. And I'm looking at my roommates like, what's going on? Jimmy goes around saying the game's over. He almost jinxes our bet. We won 30 on the game, or I did at least. Um, yeah, he's an athlete. doesn't gamble. Never mind. Never mind. Well, golf isn't a sport. You're not an athlete, I guess. Ah, I got him anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. You hear that? What? He said your swing sucks. He saw you on your story. My swing? Yeah. I have small clubs, apparently. <laughs> is what He'll just give you lessons, he said. We'll put it on the cape this summer. Listen. That's why that's why I needed to push this up because I'm going back out there and then go get fitted for an actual set of clubs from uh, the PGA uh, store. There we go. I like that. I like that a lot. There we go. I'm trying uh, to get out there, and I'm pretty sure if I get my my the club size that I need, I'm beating all of y'all. Dude, if you get your hips going, you're, you're driving that ball like 350. Like I don't want to see that. I really don't want to see that. It's gonna be insanity. Uh, but yeah, back to the game. Halftime rolls around. Look at my friends like. Be careful here. This deceptive, this leads deceptive. The Chiefs usually turn around the second half. And God, was I wrong. Like, shockingly wrong. I knew the key to the game was going to play the, the backup tackles for Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. I said that was my first key to the game in the pregame show. But I did not think they'd be this bad. Patrick Mahomes was literally hurried more than he was uh, stable in the pocket. He had more attempts on him to be sacked than he had a stable pocket. Yes. That's number one. Number two, he ran... 500 yards just to avoid being sacked. That's across the field, side to side, backwards, not even running forward, just to avoid being sacked. In the second half of the game, he got a snap and it immediately ran out of the pocket because he knew he couldn't get any protection. Mm. It was that bad. And credit where credit's due, the Bucks defense was phenomenal. They yeah. played amazing. Uh, you know, shout out to Todd Bowles, former coach of the Jets here. He had an awesome game plan going in. Pretty much covered three over the top, mixed with some cover two. Uh, you know, uh, Sean Murphy bunting isolated uh, Tyreek Hill with that, that coverage over the top there. Travis Kelsey had a really, really tough game for his standards as well. Sammy Watkins, I think he had, what, one catch, something like that. It was, no, it was nowhere near the level they're used to succeeding in uh, by any means or standards. Mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey, like, like he had a solid game. 10 for 133 is more than solid. But he was targeted 15 times, only 10 of them. And most of the time, all those drops or those incompletions were in the second half when you needed the most. I give a shit about first half completions. The most. Uh, but it was, it was really shocking for me. And, and I knew Brady was going to make it a, a game, especially towards the end of the game, no matter what the score was, because that's what he does. That's that what he's typically done in his playoff career. Mm-hmm. But to hang 31 on them without pretty much a struggle. Like, like they didn't even struggle on offense, I don't think, once. Beginning of the game, yeah, they punted a few times and everything, but once they got in that rhythm, it was over. Absolutely. And the, and the funny thing is, everyone who scored on this team, the Bucks, right? Leonard Fournette was cut by the Jacksonville Jaguars a year ago. Mm-hmm. Scores touchdown in the Super Bowl and wins. Antonio Brown was in jail a year ago. 
scores a touchdown and wins the Super Bowl. Tom Brady, who's 43 years old, throws three touchdowns and wins the Super Bowl. Yeah. Rob Gronkowski, who was in the WWE <laughs> last year, scores two touchdowns and wins a Super Bowl. The storylines on this team are unbelievable. Yeah. The NFL really couldn't have dreamt of a better matchup in the first place between Mahomes and Brady, uh, former Golden Boy versus current Golden Boy. Like they, they could not have dreamt of a better situation. And all the storylines going into it just fed into that as well. And it was just a really fun game for me, especially to watch, considering I'm not a big Mahomes guy. Also, if you guys didn't know, where was Jackson Mahomes on TikTok during this game? I couldn't find a single TikTok from him. His girlfriend was quiet. I, I didn't hear anything. Uh, but yeah, I loved watching this game. I wish it was more competitive. I do. But I'm never going to turn down seeing Tom Brady host the Lombardi Trophy uh, yet again on the stage with his family. I swear to God, his kids think this is like a Disney World trip every year. It's like, a, it's like an <laughs> annual holiday for, for the family. It's insanity. Uh, but yeah, I, w- I was very excited to see this game. Chris, talking analytically wise, what was the key to the game and what ended up you know, screwing the Chiefs over in the end? I think it was what I said. What I said was uh, what needed to happen was going to be the run game. I knew that uh, Tom Brady was going to lean, uh, was going to lean on it. Uh, I didn't think that he was going to, it was going to perform that the way that they performed because let's, let's just all be honest here. I honestly seen I've never seen Leonard Fournette run or even pretend to run this hard in his career since he since he's entered into the NFL and he was a first round draft pick. <laughs> like it, it impressed me for mm-hmm. sure. Ronald Jones came in through the clutch. Ronald Jones had what 12, 12 attempts for 61 yards. Leonard for Leonard Fournette, he had 16 attempts for 89 yards and a touchdown. Then wow. you go over there, and then you go over to the Chiefs and their backfield. Clyde Edwards Hilaire, nine for 64. Patrick Mahomes, five for 33. Like, what is going on? I was like, I'm I'm lost, and I'm looking at the game, and I'm like, you're not out of it. You have time, run the ball, because clearly passing isn't working for you right now. And I also said uh in the last episode that. For them to help, uh, for them to help them out, they need to start running a little bit more screens, uh, running back screens, or tight end screens, receiver screens, anything like that, draws, anything mm-hmm. like that. And they failed to do that. They ran <clears throat> a screen here and there once or twice, and then that was it. Everything else was power run, plunge, and uh, outside zones. Mm which it just didn't work for them. They got, they started off, they started off. Okay. Then towards the, towards the second quarter into the half is when they started, they started running away from uh, the run game. And I'm talking about the chiefs right now. Mm-hmm. While the bucks, they just kept on pushing all the way through. Like I said, Leonard Fournette, he was doing things that I, <laughs> I haven't seen him do since college. He's mm-hmm. running guys over, running past people, showing aggression. Like it's just, it's just another it's just another thing that you have to like another notch that you honestly have to put on Tom's Brady on Tom's Brady's uh, belt because he helped breed that I mean, like get that out of him. In all honesty, I was hearing uh, rumblings that he was texting guys all leading up all the way to the Super Bowl at 11 o'clock p.m. that we're going to win. You get a text from Tom Brady and you're thinking about doing something other than taking your ass to bed, I guarantee you see that text message, you're going to sit your ass down. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I guarantee you. You're not wrong. So, You're not so, wrong. With that being said, he he took that out. He 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 brought that out of them. Um, I, I'm a, I, I love it how uh, A B got him a touchdown off of a whip route. Uh, he sold the dude nicely. Uh, you know that's that's a like if if you're a wide receiver and you want to learn how to attack a defender and sell him one way and go the other, watch the touchdown by a uh, by uh, a b. Uh, he was amazing. And what did I say about the tight ends? I told you the tight ends were mm-hmm. going to have the game of the uh, of the uh, of the year, and they did. Gronk, Gronk came out. He had an amazing, uh, amazing game. Scored two touchdowns. Rich, honestly, could have been three if he hadn't got the ball uh, knocked out of his hands in the back of the end zone off the fake, mm-hmm. uh, the fake run. Um, but you know, nonetheless, he still had two touchdowns. Uh, Kelsey, he still had ten receptions and hundred yards, which I still say that he's probably going to go down as the best tight end um, in the NFL. Uh, it, it, it just it's just that you know he dropped balls at key points of the time i mean at, at key moments in the game which really hurt them and you could see that patrick mahomes was trying to rely on him as his safety blanket and it just wasn't working out for him. for sure for sure it was just a tough game plan to kind of play against mahomes definitely didn't have his best foot forward with, with the protection purposes tackles were out literally were figuratively. yeah like, literally and figuratively you're 100 percent right <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was just, it was a tough game overall for Chiefs fans. Chiefs kingdom is hurting right now. I'm sure. Um, but I want to talk about one more thing too. Brady, right? MVP, Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. Like I get that. He's probably deserving of that, but I want to shout out one guy that I think probably could have won it. If not for Brady, Devin white. I mean, Devin white has had one of the most impressive, uh, playoff performances I've seen in a very, very long time for a defensive player. This is his stat line from, from Sunday. Eight tackles, four assisted tackles, two tackles for a loss, a pick, and a pass defense. I mean, you can't affect the game more than he just did. You know what I mean? Like, you can't. And, and as a sophomore linebacker, his second year in the league, period. And he's yeah. leading this defense. Yeah, I understand Levante David has been a, a steadfast part of this defense for almost a decade. He might be gone next year just because of how well Devin White's played in, oh, really? in, in, that, in the middle of that field. So uh, I'm very impressed with Devin White. I think he had a phenomenal postseason and capped off with a great Super Bowl. Yeah, it, it, better. Exactly. And the rookies, even Antoine Winfield had a great game too. Capped up with a pick and a nasty piece signed to Tyreek Hill. The disrespect of that move is insane. I love the energy, but it's like, if I'm a coach, I got to chew you out too. and be like, you can't be doing that shit. But like, secretly, I'd love it. You know what I mean? Like, I'd secretly be like. You kind of seen it on the sideline where he was like, come on. And then he was like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> give him a little slap in the ass, and then after you yell at him, yeah, I love that. Uh, no, but just just a phenomenal football game for them. Um, definitely. All I'll right. say this though. I'll say this though. What? I think the next time that they play each other again, which is probably what it's probably going to be the first game of the year, something like that. Kansas City is going to blow them out of the water. You think so? I think the disrespect that 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 right there, and it, on top of uh the poor performance that we've gotten from Tyreek Hill, as soon as they play, I guarantee you he's going to end up with another 200-yard game. On I wouldn't be shocked. And there is a lot of beef. <laughs> There's a lot of beef with this team right now. And yeah. we haven't talked about this yet. Tom Brady versus Tyron Matthew. Yeah. Just like, yeah. That was, honestly, that was shocking to me because I would I would have thought Tyron Matthew, given how fire he is, but I think he's also a responsible leader. He's the leader of that KC defense, I think, Absolutely. for sure. 
Um, and so to see him kind of drunk Brady get a personal misconduct penalty in the first half, that's kind of was shocking to me. But was was more shocking. Brady in his fucking grill, literally going right back at him in his mouth, saying, "I'm going out to you the rest of the game." That's what he did. He went to Antonio Brown for the touchdown. Tyree Matthews in single coverage on him in the end zone. Goes after Gronk up the seam, making Tyree Matthews look silly on a on a missed zone play. Right, mm-hmm. Tyree Matthew again. That was surprising. It was awesome to see the fire from him, but I had a problem with how Tyron Matthew handled it too. Took to Twitter after the game, like, oh, he's talking shit the whole game. Then comes up with a huge statement on Twitter saying he said some things I cannot repeat. It was offensive to my culture and stuff. Basically insinuating that Brady said the N-word to him. I don't buy that at all. Like, I don't buy Tom Brady saying that. Do you? Like, I, no, I don't I don't see him saying no, that. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think that Tom Brady would ever say anything like that. But at the same time, I do think there's probably some words being exchanged at a at a heated moment, and it kind of just, I kind of, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I want to put it in the same realm as the uh, uh, Randolph and 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 uh, Miles Garrett, Garrett. where yeah. uh, Garrett situation, where I thought the whole time before anything else had came out that it was probably some words being said, and that word came out from somebody else. And it was just in that direction. And then it, you know what I'm saying? His focus went in right there. But uh, with Tom Brady, I'm, I'm sure, like I said again, it's probably with some words being said, something was said, and it was in the, in his direction. And it probably, he probably thought it was in the heat of the moment. Things is running fast. Lights are on. It's probably what happened. Or maybe he didn't say it. Maybe it was just something that Tyron Matthews personally felt like it was a disrespect. And the fact that Tyron Matthews is a person of respect throughout his whole career, he has shown nothing but respect to not only Tom Brady, but to other quarterbacks as well. But I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised that Tom Brady got into his face because we've seen it before. We've seen it with uh, Ryan Clark, uh, who's now an analyst for ESPN. But back when he was playing with um, – the Steelers. I remember he used to go up in his. I remember he went up in his face as well. They used to go at it all the time. So mm-hmm. it's times that Tom Brady is. You know, I'm sorry. I it's it's sad to you know. I'm it's sad to say because I still wanted my Kansas City Chiefs to 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 pull it out and win. But you know, they say you know don't wake up a sleeping beast, <laughs> and that's exactly what they did, and they exposed it. So they poked the bear. They really yeah, poked the bear for sure. Um, and, and the one thing I want to say about Matthew, I do think it was kind of fabricated because as soon as he found out Brady was mic'd up the whole game, the tweet was deleted. So, like, you're, you're kind of a liar, dude. Like, you're kind of yeah. full of it. Like, if you, if you really delete the tweet as soon as the news breaks that Brady has sound effects for this upcoming week, like, dude, give me a break. Like, if you're going to talk shit about Brady, at least do it in a, a, a fashionable way and do it in an appropriate way. You can hate the guy. You can disrespect him, but don't accuse him of something he didn't say. That's yeah. so stupid, and it's so, like, small, petty, the, all those kind of words. Just, like, dude, grow up. Girl, girl, pair of balls. You're the honey badger you're supposed to be. Yeah, you're not supposed to exactly. you. Relax. Um, but, yeah, that was that was Super Bowl 55 through our – not 55. 55? 55, yeah. 55, yeah. 55 yeah. through our eyes. Chris? What does this mean for both teams going forward? At least for me, I don't think the Bucs will go back-to-back. I don't see it happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really see – I don't think Brady will be in the same shape he's in th- next year. I think the team will look a little bit different. I think Levante David might be out the door. I think Shaq Barrett might be out the door. I think a lot of these defensive pieces they had that really solidified the game for them in the playoffs um, are going to be gone next year. So I think a lot of pieces aren't going to be there for Brady to work with like he had this year. I don't see it in the card, but for the Chiefs, 
I can almost almost guarantee you they'll be at least in the AFC Championship game next year. Yeah, they'll absolutely. be back. They'll be there for the next 10 to 15 years as long as Patrick Mahomes is living and breathing. Um, so Chiefs fans, don't fret just yet. Yeah, it was a bad loss. You might have lost your GOAT status with Mahomes forever, losing to out of prime Brady. But fact remains, he's, gonna be, he's a franchise quarterback, will be a franchise quarterback for a long time, and will win another Super Bowl before he retires. Absolutely. And I'm, 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 I'm with you on that. Uh, I don't see the Tampa Bay is going to end up uh, getting back to the Super Bowl next year unless they just somehow, some way is to figure out to keep everybody on board. <clears throat> but just one piece can change the whole dynamic of a team, especially if it's the one piece that really matters to everybody. He has uh, uh, connections to everybody. It's going to hurt. It's going to feel different. It's going to look different. Um and they're going to have to try to figure that out. Maybe they can, maybe they can't. You know, they got Tom Brady now. He's bringing over that 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 Patriot way, mm-hmm. um, which they probably be, they'll probably be able to figure it out. But still, even then, um, you know, you're just talking about on the defensive side. I'm looking on the offensive side, and they just have way too many weapons, which mm-hmm. is their which was their problem in the beginning of the year when they were trying to figure everything out. So I'm pretty sure there's going to be a couple pieces on offense as well that's going to be gone. So offense and defense, both sides, that's that's a recipe for disaster. Mm-hmm. Probably not going to see much from them. Probably going to get a good season out of them, but we're not going to see them uh, move on into the playoffs and go deep into the playoffs to the champion. I mean, for a championship run. But although, yeah, like you said, for um, like you said for KC, I see them. They're gonna be they're gonna they're gonna be in the hunt for some years as long as uh, Patrick Mahomes is healthy um, and well and, and willing to play. Now uh, you know, like I'm watching the game and I'm looking at this guy and I know he's hurt and I know what a turf toe feels like and this guy is out here throwing the ball sideways in the air and still making it with a dart. Like yeah. that was unbelievable to no, me. To his credit, to his credit, Patrick Mahomes, the stat line's not there, but if you actually watch the game and see the direction he was under, and some of the yeah. throws he was making under pressure, even like like you said, I think you don't subscribe it yet. He was parallel to the ground mm-hmm. and threw a 20 yards downfield and hit his his receiver in the head. In the 20, head. Like, in the, head. He was parallel, in the head, <laughs> parallel to the ground. That's one of the most <laughs> unbelievable throws you will ever see in your entire yeah. life. He yeah. does things you, nobody else can do. He's like yeah. Rodgers in that way. Um, yeah. But yeah, do credit to Patrick Mahomes. He did play a very good football game considering the circumstances yeah. um, because that defense was not going to be beat on Sunday. They, they were in a different team of mind. They were, in, they were, they were really in a, a place where they were saying, we're going to win this game. We're going to impose our will on you. There's nothing you can do about Absolutely. it. And that's exactly what happened. It was a perfect, it was definitely the perfect storm for them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just felt bad. I, I, when I seen the, the, the news outlet on the day of, the Super Bowl talking about uh, Andy Reid's son uh, possibly uh, um, killing uh, a young little girl in a in a hit. I mean, in a car wreck uh, from drink from drinking and driving. Um, I was immediately I was ready to change my pick right then and there. But you know, I I, I also just want to give you know my prayers and my thoughts uh, to those kids. Um, we still haven't gotten any information on what happened after you know uh, in the aftermath if the kids have survived or anything else. I know one was in critical condition for sure, and the other one was just uh, you know uh, just uh, reviving from uh, some injuries that she had received as well. But um, that was hard. That was hard to hear, and it was just constant. It was just more and more things just building up to this day that it was just going against uh, Kansas City. 
Um, and he had to fight through it. I, I applaud him. You know, I applaud Andy Reid for even being out there, to be honest with you. Because if my son uh, had a hit, and, I mean, uh, hit somebody and possibly could have killed somebody, I don't know if my head would have been in it. So um, I applaud Andy Reid and, and, and the in Kansas City for, you know, putting on their big boy pants and, uh, and at least, you know, trying to, you know, work as hard as they can to win a game. For sure. There's a lot of circumstances surrounding this team that really made it hard and difficult for them to prepare correctly. Uh, and obviously a pandemic doesn't help you know, when you add that all in the mix as well. Um, so yeah, Andy Reid had a tough week for sure. Lost Super Bowl. His son had a, a horrific accident with some children involved. So definitely present to Andy Reid. Hope he's doing well. I think he is doing well. Um, but yeah. Any final thoughts, Chris? Um, uh, no, I mean, other than, other than just, you know, being mindful, you know, of what's going on in this world and, you know, and staying, staying vigilant, staying healthy, staying, uh, 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 mindful of what's going on in this world. And just, 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 just keep God in your prayers, keep God in front of you and let him cover you guys. And let's just keep this getting, let's keep this ball moving. Cause this is still the beginning of 2021. We got a whole bunch of things that could happen from now until the end of the year would make it the best year of our lives and, you know, uh, having things, you know, work in our favor, especially for me and you, Joe, you know, we got things, we got things that's in the working for us that's coming up in this future, especially when things are able to open, when things open up even more and we're able to actually work together and be around each other. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a, it's going to be exciting, man. And I, and I know them and I know our fans is going to be excited for it as well to finally see us next to each other interacting. I cannot wait. That I don't even see a final thought. That was that was the final thought I was thinking of. That's awesome. I cannot wait. I'm excited now just thinking about it. That's awesome. But uh, yeah, thanks for listening for all season, guys. We'll be back next week with Kev, intern Kevin. Uh, what's the new content? We had to experiment a little bit because we've been a kind of a recap show so far. We kind of figure out our new identity a little bit. Probably a lot of free agency gradings, a lot of draft stuff. So keep that in mind. We'll see you guys next week.